Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, Is anybody really surprised at all in light of all that we know that the media mob, the Democratic, you know, radical leftist, climate alarmist, cultist, uh, that they're so dismissive? of this devastating report by John Durham. Are you really surprised? Now, I'll play montages of media Democrats, you know, saying that the Steele dossier is true. No, it was never true. You know, the worst of the worst, Andrew Weissman, Durham's investigation of big fat nothing. Um, No, well, it's a nothing because you got away with it. But it's not good for the country. I can tell you right now, this, mark my words, and I said this many times, If the people that are responsible for all of these efforts to to basically impact a presidency and distract a president for three long years, having no basis at all whatsoever to even begin the investigation, if if that is not viewed as a serious threat, danger to our justice system, our constitutional republic, I don't know what is. And the only option that I see that Republicans have is the power of the purse. And that means, you mean you want to defund the FBI and the CIA? I'm like, yeah, and restructure them. And give them a very, very stated purpose, and part of which is not politicizing presidential elections the way they've been doing it. You know, Peter Strzok, your report is a sad ending to an investigation that never should have taken place. Well, <laughs> He's kind of right, except it was his investigation that never should have taken place. Or Andrew McCabe, I vehemently disagree with Durham's characterization of what the FBI did in his report. 
And the FBI didn't use un, raw, unanalyzed, uncorroborated intelligence. They pushed this whole thing. This, this is what we have. The one thing, I guess, you know, it's kind of meaningless. There's no satisfaction. And there's no slapping each other on the back. But we put together a great ensemble cast, some of whom will join us later, that we, we got this story right where everybody else got it wrong. You know, and it only took the DOJ seven years to find the truth. Little, little too little too late. I thought we were getting an interim report on Durham from Durham in, you know, before the, the 2020 election. And I said, be very careful because if the people involved in these efforts pushing this dirty dossier, nobody, nobody's held accountable saying that something that is unverifiable is verified before a FISA court judge four separate times and that you're not held accountable do any of you listening to me right now think that you can lie to a judge and get away with lying to a judge and giving the judge false information yeah, that that would be a crime but you know according to all of this the bottom line is for three years they have put this country through nothing but hell for three long years they have not. It's been nothing but hell. And during Donald Trump's presidency, all of it orchestrated, we now know, by Democrats with the help from the DOJ, the FBI, and, of course, their complicit, compliant extension of their press rooms, the media mob. You know, you see Durham's findings. No legitimate reason for the FBI to open this investigation in the first place, you know, Crossfire hurricane, according to Durham, quote, the crossfire hurricane investigators did not, could not corroborate any of the substantive allegations contained in the Steele reporting. Christopher Steele couldn't corroborate it, quote, nor was Steele able to produce corroboration for any of the reported allegations, even after being offered, this is in early October 2016, Remember, FBI agents in early October 2016 flew across the pond, met with Christopher Steele, offered him a million dollars or more. I didn't know the or more part until the Durham report. Uh, if he could corroborate the allegations, he couldn't. He was never able to collect his money. But by the end of October of 2016, the FBI was using that as the bulk of their information in a FISA application against Carter Page who gave them a backdoor into the Trump campaign and later the Trump presidency, and that's not a problem? Christopher Steele's dirty disinformation dossier, all of this funded by Hillary Clinton and her campaign and her power over the DNC. As Durham put it, there was significant reliance on the investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by Donald Trump's political opponents. At the height of a presidential election, the campaign of Hillary Clinton spoon-fed nothing but lies, misinformation, propaganda, disinformation, smears against her opponent to the FBI. And then the FBI eagerly, you know, they wanted their insurance policy. He's never going to be president, struck in page. Eagerly then tried to corroborate that baseless political smear. They couldn't do it. When they went to the subsource, Danchenko, guess what? He couldn't do it either. He, he He's the one that said, this is bar talk. This was not meant for anything political. 
and he was in Washington and wasn't even in Russia. The Bureau then used the unverifiable, bought and paid for Clinton Russian disinformation dossier, and they used it to spy on a presidential campaign, a transition team, and then the White House, and and literally dragged this country through hell for three long months. And the totally uncorroborated dossier was the basis of these FISA applications. Not only does it say verified at the top of the application, it was unverifiable. And three subsequent renewals thereafter. Three of them signed by Jim Comey. By the way, he's proudly coming out with a novel. Just like he wrote A Higher Loyalty. His higher loyalty is to Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party. Now we know, if there was any doubt anyway. But uh, that became that dossier became the basis of all of those FISA applications and every renewal. And Durham finds the FBI under Comey's tremendous leadership even withheld exculpatory evidence from the FISA court. Quote, FBI personnel working at the same FISA application displayed at best a cavalier attitude towards accuracy and completeness. It goes on, FBI personnel also repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they continued to seek renewals of that FISA surveillance while acknowledging, both then and in hindsight, they did not genuinely believe there was probable cause to believe that the target was knowingly engaged in a clandestine uh, intelligence activity on behalf of a foreign power or knowingly helping another person in such activities. Let me put it in plain English. Let me make it simple. It was total, complete Adam Schiff. So did Adam Schiff, Jim Comey, Peter Strzok, Clapper, Brennan? They all knew it. Clinton campaign. Everyone pushing the Russian collusion coup, lying, lying to flip a presidential election. Hillary Clinton, October 31st, 2016. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert serving a server linking the Trump organization to a Russian bank. That was a complete lie. Remember the Russian bank? No, had nothing to do with it. No consequences for her. She has top secret classified information on her servers. She didn't have the power to declassify like Donald Trump did. And what happens? Nothing. 33,000 deleted emails. Nobody knew what bleach pit was before this. Deleted, subpoenaed emails. Consequences, nothing. Devices destroyed, consequences, nothing. You know, what's Adam Schiff's consequences? Saying there's ample evidence of collusion again and again and again, and the, the evidence is even in the, the public domain. What's going to happen to his lying? Nothing. Fang Fang's best friend, uh, of course, Swalwell, he was lying. They all lied. And they all got away with it. And one of the things I kept saying during this time as our coverage went on, we did this for almost three years. We stayed on top of this. Somebody had to do it. And I felt like we had the best investigative team. We had the best sources. We Every single thing that we said has now been corroborated multiple times. And we got out the truth to the American people. And here we are at the end of the day, and nobody's being held accountable. And I said then, and I'll repeat it now, and it's already been proven true, that this will only embolden deep state actors to go further in future elections. We already saw that in 2020. What do we see in 2020? Here's the FBI again. They have a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. 
John Solomon says that they verified that laptop, that they authenticated that it was real. It was Hunter's in, in the spring of 2020. But yet you have FBI members meeting weekly in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election with big tech companies. They knew that it was likely that this story was going to break because they knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy of it. And Rudy at the time was was President Trump's attorney or then candidate Trump's attorney. You know, and then, of course, you get all the air support you could ever want by the, the lying, corrupt, dishonest, disinformation media mob. They reported it breathlessly, endlessly, day in and day out. Fake news, CNN, MSDNC, the three networks. It's unbelievable. New York Times, Washington Post getting Pulitzer Prizes for their lies. You know, any of these people ever going to admit that they were wrong? Be held accountable? Of course not. Media mob is is still dishonest. There's still an appendage, an extension of the Democratic Party. The FBI is still politicized. Why were FBI agents out there pre-bunking to big tech companies saying that, oh, there might be uh, misinformation from a foreign country about um, about Joe or Hunter Biden? They were meeting weekly with big tech companies. Then the New York Post story breaks and lo and behold, Oh, that's that must be what they were talking about. And that's where we find ourselves. This this is not equal justice and equal application of our laws in this country. Then we got the dirty 51 as as defined by Miranda Devine. The 51 former Intel officials. You know, Jim Jordan on TV last night saying that, yeah, John Brennan goes to testify last week, admits it only took him 19 minutes to sign on to the Dirty 51 former Intel official letter. And he said, yeah, I did it for political reasons. He didn't want Donald Trump to win. Wow. And then, of course, we learned from Jordan the week before or last week, actually, that there were active employed CIA officials that were trying to entice and and recruit former Intel officials to sign on to that letter. Why? Because, well, Morell says it, it's, it became a talking point. Thank you for giving Joe Biden a talking point on this issue for his debate Thursday against Donald Trump. This, this is not good. FBI personnel repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they continue to seek renewals of their FISA surveillance while acknowledging that they did not genuinely believe there was probable cause. Steele was completely incapable of producing any corroboration for his allegations. Carter Page made multiple exculpatory statements to the individual identified as confidential human source one, but the crossfire hurricane investigators failed to make that information known to the department attorneys or the FSIC. Steele's Russian source, Igor Danchenko, was actually living in D.C., FBI personnel working on the same FISA application displayed at best a cavalier attitude towards accuracy and completeness. Senior FBI personnel displayed a serious lack of analytical rigor towards the information they received, especially information received from politically affiliated persons and entities. There was significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by President Trump's opponents. You see what happened here? So is it surprised that the FBI put their cinder blocks on the 2020 presidential election? 
You think there's going to be anything to stop them from trying to attempt to influence the 2024 presidential election? I don't think so. That is a real clear present danger to this great republic. And it's bad. There's no equal justice under the law, equal application of our laws. We have a dual justice system. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, Jim Jordan is calling on Durham to testify before the Judiciary Committee. Top House Republican Stefanik accusing Biden and Obama of an, a criminal abuse of power for failing to stop it. They were uh, made aware of all this happening. Durham report reveals that Biden and Obama knew Russiagate was a hoax perpetrated by Hillary. They were informed of all this. Now, add to this, if, if the deep state isn't deep enough, John Solomon, the IRS whistleblower, and his entire team have been removed from the Hunter Biden case. Impossible retaliation, Congress is told. The Justice Department reviewed, uh, removed the IRS whistleblower and his entire team from the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden's taxes in what lawyers described to Congress on Monday as an act of retaliation, possible obstruction of congressional inquiries. Uh, according to correspondence to lawmakers obtained by justthenews.com, the IRS whistleblower whose name has not been released is a decorated supervisory criminal investigative agent who led the team probing the presidential son's tax affairs. Wow, he received whistleblower, whistleblower protection a few weeks ago from Congress and the Justice Department Inspector General uh, to disclose the evidence he has. And, well, guess what? He's removed got a lot of other news we'll get to today and later on uh vivek ramaswamy will join us and i think he's right and i think others are right you know this now has confirmed everything we reported and everything we knew and that is that our justice system we have a dual justice system it's been we have weaponized now federal agencies including some of the most respected formerly most respected like the fbi and the cia and you know it's sad that they, you know, confirmed that this, you know, entire false lying conspiracy theory about Trump-Russia collusion. We knew it was false. And yet, you know, laws were broken and nobody's held accountable. You know, if this doesn't, if this does not become a pivotal tipping point moment where we clean house here, then it's only going to happen again and again. Congressman Andy Biggs wrote, defund, dismantle the FBI. Does he want to defund, dismantle the way liberals want to do that to police departments? No. But there's got to, 
we've got to have an organization that actually believes in equal justice and equal application of our laws that are not going to try and put cinder blocks on the scales of presidential elections as has now happened in two presidential elections in in a row and get these people that are interfering in our election process. They've got to be held accountable. Vivek will join us at the top of the hour, called it a scathing indictment of the FBI. He called for the agency to be shut, shut down. Others calling for it to be defunded. I mean, there's no option here. There, what, what else? What other option is there? Christopher Ray. well, we put these changes in place. Then what happened in 2020, Christopher Ray? That's my question to you. By the way, latest uh, poll, Rasmussen survey, voters of every political stripe now expressing a belief that zero experience Hunter Biden and this uh, these enterprises he's been involved in is much bigger than just the first son and is likely involving President Joe Biden having traded influence when he was vice president for money. 69% said the reports of foreign influence peddling targeting Biden and his family are a serious scandal, including 49% of Democrats, 72% of independent voters, 88% of Republicans. Why isn't the FBI is a zealot, you know, is zealous as 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 on this as they were the the phony trump russia collusion conspiracy 63 percent believe that biden profited off his son's deal making while he served as vice president including 42 percent of democrats 65 percent independents 85 percent of likely republican voters well how could you not i mean it's it's fairly transparent you're not getting a billion unless you fire a prosecutor in six hours the prosecutor's investigating his son, Hunter, being paid a fortune after admitting he had no experience in energy, oil, gas, or Ukraine. Why would they pay him all that money? Mike McCall, the congressman, moving to charge Blinken with criminal contempt. He said Sunday he'll move forward to contempt proceedings. This would be the first time a secretary of state has ever been held in contempt by Congress, and it's criminal contempt, so... He said he doesn't take it lightly. This comes after Blinken missed the deadline last Thursday to turn over a trove of internal State Department documents to the committee about the bungled evacuation of that left 13 Americans dead in Afghanistan. I think that's a bad idea. Now, the other big story, and I just mentioned it, is the New York Post, the IRS, and JustTheNews.com broke this, removes the entire investigative team from Hunter Biden in a move that the whistleblower claims is clearly retaliatory. This whistleblower apparently had a supervisory role, was now removed after they came out with this information. On a separate note, Biden may retaliate against Alabama over an abortion law. I'll get to that in a second. Fox News' digital exclusive that the Chinese donors to the university housing Biden's think tank have ties to Hunter's business deals, the CCP. You know, it's it's you see the double standard here. How are they able to take an obscure freshman congressman and in four months indict this guy? And meanwhile, they've had Hunter Biden's laptop since December of 2019 and nothing happens. But, you know, it's it's obvious what's happening here. They're turning a blind eye to corruption. And this this is why people don't have faith and shouldn't have faith in our justice system.
You know, IRS now removes investigative team from the Hunter Biden probe after they got whistleblower status. That's not retaliatory. Tell me then why. Joe Biden spotted at the Penn graduation for zero experience a Hunter's daughter as corruption claims swirl. I assume that's you, Penn, where the Biden Center is. wonder if it had any impact on admission. I'm sure it didn't. Emails show Hunter Biden broke the law of peddling influence while Joe Biden was president. Hunter Biden could be charged with violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act, the FARA laws, after securing an alleged meeting for a foreign national with then-Vice President Joe Biden, according to legal experts. FARA requires that individuals doing any lobbying on behalf of foreign organizations to register with the DOJ, disclose their activities and their compensation and their relationship to overseas, to the overseas concern. In 2011, Hunter was attempting to secure a deal with his associates in bonds worth billions of dollars, according to emails obtained by Fox News. We need to get these guys to an event or something where they get to just formally meet your dad, you know, for follow, or they can talk to the chief of staff, who's a Biden associate, emailing Hunter. Let me know soon so we can be... You know, so we can do that. Okay. It's unbelievable. A lot of attention now. Who is this guy, this entertainment lawyer, Kevin Morris, who's now emerged as a, a, a big figure in the Hunter Biden investigation? He's a, apparently a very prominent L.A. entertainment attorney, emerged as a main character in all of this. Um, anyway, uh, in 2022, news reports surfaced that Hunter retained Morris to oversee his public relations and media strategies in turn. Morris reportedly paid Hunter's over $2 million IRS tax delinquency and bankrolled his $30,000 a month apartment in Malibu, California. What did he get in exchange? Well, he's just being a nice guy. Did Hunter pay taxes on any of this? You see, this, these questions never get asked, and the media never looks at it. I've never seen the media as clearly as I'm seeing it today. Because if they can't see... Lising on FISA applications, spying on presidential candidates, having a dual system of justice, having the FBI involved in presidential elections, the CIA involved in this, then they really just don't care about the truth at all. But to them, everything is political. And for political reasons, it's all about helping Democrats stay in power. Secret Service, now officially the Bureau of Biden, you know, cover up, uh, its secret is out. The agency now has issued a fresh den- issued a fresh denial of FOIA requests from the New York Post and the House Oversight Committee for visitor records of from Delaware houses of Joe Biden. I'd like to know who's there. I'm betting a long list of doctors. What do you think, Linda? Long list of doctors going to visit Joe over the weekends? I'm telling you right now. Maybe it's place- massage therapists. <laughs> that place is a hospital. And there's a reason why we don't have the visitor logs for that location, and they're keeping it on the down low. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. He's got friends in high places as the IRS removed the entire investigative team from the Hunter Biden tax probe immediately after they were given whistleblower status. You just you can't even make this up. Hunter Biden, you know, arranged a call between Biden and Whitey Bulger's kin before starting the China-backed BHR Partners. Oh, your dad's call was a huge hit here for the Bulgers, Jimmy Bulger told Hunter Biden in a 2012 email. They've had this since 2019. 
How come this hasn't been a priority for the FBI? Have we weaponized now a Department of Justice? Clearly. The FBI is politicized? Clearly. Anyway, day before Thanksgiving, Hunter reaches out to Bulger, who went on, went by Jimmy among his friends, and let him know that he'd been briefed about a potential business deal with a Kazakhstan tycoon and Prospect Global Resources, a now-defunct mining company in Arizona. Jimmy, wanted to wish you and all the Bulgers a happy Thanksgiving from, Thanksgiving from me and all the Bidens, Hunter wrote in an email. Evan has been keeping me uh, up to date on PGRX as well, he added, referring to the former business partner, Devin Archer. Look forward to seeing you soon. Best, Hunter. Bulger, former chairman of the Thornton Group LLC in Boston, responding by thanking Hunter for arranging the call between the Bulgers and VP Biden. Thanks for the note. Happy Thanksgiving to all the Bidens. Your dad's call was a huge hit for the Bulgers. They're still talking about it. You're a star for putting that together. Have a safe trip to Nantucket. But he can't afford child support payment for the child that not even Joe and Jill Biden acknowledged to be their own grandchild. Unreal. But that's the state of things. Um, we're following this case in New York. I've This now is beginning to look and resonate a little bit like the Bernie Getz case back years ago. That was a shooting case. This was not. Um, and that is this Marine, Daniel Penny, and you, look, it's a tragic story. Let's start there. It's sad when you see mental illness and you see people not getting treatment, especially in liberal cities that swear to be the most compassionate, like New York City. Anyway, the guy was arrested 42 times, alleged in one case to abduct a seven-year-old uh, and had incidents of violence, is on a train threatening that he doesn't care if he goes to jail, if he doesn't get what he wants, threatening all the passengers on a subway car. All right, so... Here you have a former Marine, Daniel Penny. He tries to subdue this guy before somebody gets hurt along with other passengers. He was not the only one that tried to subdue him. But he did at one point put him in a chokehold. He was begging the other passengers to get cops there. Please get police. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. If you're a criminal, do you want to, people to call 911 or you just want to get the hell out of there after you, you know, as soon as you can? So anyway, this guy's not cooperating. He's he's threatening everybody on the train. Anyway, the American people are now responding here. They've donated well over two point two million dollars. That was as of yesterday afternoon. Uh, even Kid Rock, I see, donated five grand. The former governor of the state of New York, David Patterson, said he should not have been arrested. But you know, crime is now you know defund, dismantle. Well, you can't get a police officer. Now, had police responded in in a reasonable amount of time, not 15 or 20 minutes later, this guy would probably be alive today and would have been arrested for the 43rd time. And the guy would have been hailed as a hero. You got footage out of San Francisco showing the moment a San Francisco Walgreens security guard had to shoot an alleged shoplifter. Sure, this guy is probably next up to get charged. I mean... Who's ever going to want to step in and protect innocent people if that's the reaction? Unbelievable. All right, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Oh, the great state of California, which is now pushing reparations. Days ago, Gavin Newsom forced to admit paying reparations to every black resident in California would bankrupt the state. Then why did you put this, this group together? It's a good question. A California bill now will provide unemployment benefits to illegal immigrants. 
Uh, that's now set for review. No wonder they're 38, what, billion dollars in the red out in California. They, and remember that just because during COVID, they had all that COVID money coming in, they were fine. Residents, business owners fleeing Democratic-run cities in droves because of homeless camps that wreaking havoc, the crime, the high taxes, quality of life, burdensome bureaucracy. I'll tell you what it's going to end up doing. It's going to make it harder for any Republican to win any swing state because conservatives are the people saying they've had enough and they're moving to free states like Florida, Texas, the Carolinas, Tennessee. I mean, they seem to be the biggest beneficiaries. All right, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we've been telling you about our friends at uh, MyPillow.com. They continue to give back to their listen to their supporters. Uh, they've been given deals now on their most popular products. You've recently heard me speak about my slippers, their Giza Dream Sheets, the new MyPillow 2.0. Now, Mike Lindell's latest offer is on a six-piece towel set. The set is made with USA cotton. It's made from extremely absorbent yet still providing that soft feel that you want in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, typically retails for $99.98. But during this clearance sale, it's going for 25 bucks when you go to the Sean Hannity Square at MyPillow.com. They're machine washable, durable, come in multiple styles and sizes. Anyway, to get this clearance price of 25 bucks on the towel set, it's not going to last long. Uh, call 800-919-6090, mention my name Hannity, or just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square. From coast to coast, from border to border, from sea to shining sea, this, this is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, as we roll along. We got Greg Jarrett and Sarah Carter coming up later. Vivek Ramaswamy, he's a very interesting guy to me. He came out of seemingly nowhere, running for the Republican nomination. Smart as hell, has strong opinions about you know the FBI and the and the DOJ and what needs to happen, uh, how they need to be rebuilt and and frankly dismantled now in the short term. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, we'll watch that. Uh, in other news that nobody will pay attention to, Washington Post, move over U.S. dollar. Yes, I've been telling you, China wants to replace Americans' dollar as the world's currency. And under Joe Biden, my guess is if I had to bet, if I had 100 bucks and I was forced to take a bet, I'd say they're probably going to win, especially, God forbid, this guy got a second term. Uh, Ukraine is now claiming, and this is pretty interesting, that it shot down six Russian hypersonic missiles in a separate attack overnight. That's huge if the Patriot missile system is doing that. All right, we'll continue. Vivek Ramaswamy next. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.